Hello and welcome to the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Gregory. Thank you so much for joining me today for our little podcast here. We're going to be talking about meaningful image photography and then how do you measure success or forward progress in your desire to create more meaningful work. And so that's what we're going to be diving in today. But before we jump into that, I just want to remind everybody about the Photoshop Creative Virtual Summit. I'll be teaching two classes there. One actually directly related to the topic of today's podcast on meaningful image photography. I'll be talking about voice, vision, signature, and style on day one of that conference. And on day four of the conference, I'll be speaking about easy printing with Photoshop and Lightroom, specifically some of the cool tools that are inside of Lightroom that allow us to more easily print and share our work even exporting work so they're a little bit more formatted in a nice hot and sexy way for social media. So we'll be covering all of that. You can register for that up on my website at danieljgregory.com. In the show notes for the podcast, you'll find a link to that. Or up off Instagram, just hit my bio and you can register for that workshop. Again, it's free for the entire week or you can buy a VIP pass on sale for $99. It'll get you unlimited access to all that content indefinitely. So anyway, like I said, my good friend, uh, Dennis, sent in the question that I'm working on my meaningful photography and how do I measure forward progress? And I had replied back to Dennis that, hey, I'm on this. I'm going to go ahead and send uh, an email response back. And I really wanted to put some thought into that question because I think it is such an amazing question about how do we know we're taking the right steps forward to create more meaningful work? And so I started to write an email response back. Then I started to journal on it a little bit. Then I thought about it a little bit more. Then I started reading a little bit more. And then before I knew it, I was like, hey, I'm just going to do a podcast because it's such an interesting thing that I think a lot of people can benefit from it. So Dennis, thank you for a great question. All right. So meaningful photography, meaningful image photography in my vernacular and the way I think about it is where we have voice, vision, signature, and style aligned. The four key buckets sort of that define how we create meaningful photographs. Our voice, the thing we want to say, the vision, the implementation of that, the way we imagine that, whether that be a photograph, a black and white photograph, a color photograph, maybe it's a poem, maybe it's a painting, but the output of what we have to say through our voice. Signature are the core elements that we sort of think of as the technical aspect, the design composi compositional elements, how those pull into play. And then style is the thing that is uniquely you. It is the thing that develops over time. It evolves over time, but it's the uniqueness that you bring to the world. And so if you have something you want to say, you decide how you want to say it, it's uniquely yours, and you apply your tools of composition. When all of those elements come into play, we have truly meaningful photography. So if you are working in that model, you're thinking in that way of, I want to create more insightful work, more passionate work, more meaningful work. Great. So I understand kind of the concept, but how do I know if I'm taking the steps forward to be successful? And you know, in Dennis's question, one of the things he mentioned was, I'm still having a lot of fun creating work. I'm still having a lot of fun creating images. And I do think that at its core is probably one of the greatest indicators of moving forward. That when we are creating work that we're passionate about, when we're creating work that we're excited about, things that we're connected to, it shouldn't be laborious. It shouldn't be a slog. It shouldn't be something that we don't want to do. Part of understanding what matters to us, part of what comes out of the awareness of our own voice, the things that matter to us that we want to share with the world, is that even in times of angst, things that are difficult to share, 
you know, one of the things I work on because of the loss of my brother that I've mentioned several times on this podcast is photography around that. It's not exactly the most fun, lighthearted topic for me, but I'm having, you know, fun's not the right word, but I am engaged and excited about that work because it's helping me process and understand that loss even years after the fact. And so part of that measurement forward is again, are we enjoying the work? Fun may not necessarily be the right word, but are we enjoying the work in the sense of, is it fun? Is it insightful? Are we still learning more about ourselves and the world around us through the work? Because at the core of what we do, the core of creating truly meaningful work is ego sort of sets us up that our goal is to have that be important to others. That I want somebody else to look at my photograph. I want them to feel my photograph. I want them to experience the totality of everything that I was putting into that photograph. But if we set ego aside a little bit, I think one of the most important aspects of photography is that we are learning to see the world through our own photographs. We are gaining insights into who we are as people. Because it is very easy to kind of go through life and not really learn a lot about yourself, to not think about yourself, to not grow. We kind of get in a, a, a pattern, a repetitive pattern, and it becomes easy and sort of just over and over and over and over and over again, the same thing. We don't stretch ourselves. We don't push, our, push ourselves. And part of finding meaning, part of creating truly meaningful work is the desire to have a deeper relationship with ourself and the world we're in. And that insight that comes from willingness to look into our own heart, our own soul, our own way of being, and say that there are things in there that are important for me to express, and there are things in there that I don't yet understand about myself. And using the work to help gain those insights is one of the great ways we measure forward progress. Am I continuing to find things that are important for me to express, important for me to say, important for me to think about, and most important, most important for me to feel? And I think one of the other great hallmarks of how do we mark success and movement forward in meaningful images is we move from the tipping point of thinking about our work. I look at the photograph and I'm thinking a lot about it to where we are looking at work and we are feeling the work. Because again, like E. Cummings says, the one thing we have in the world that is truly our own are our feelings. And so part of meaningful photography is accessing the emotion and feeling behind what we think. Because what we think isn't necessarily our own thoughts. We may be parroting back something else. And so using photography as a way to access the true innate nature of who I am through feeling, through emotion, is one of the ways we mark success. So how do we do that when we're looking at work? How do we do that when we're looking at images? Images that invoke within us emotion. And again, not somebody else looks at it and has an emotional response. But we look at our own work and have an emotional response. When we get that insight, when we get that feeling, we know we are pushing ourselves into an area of unknown, an area of uncertainty, where we are trying to get grounded in that space. And 
find acceptance in that space. And again, this is what makes it so interesting about meaningful imagery photography is I can go photograph ferns in my yard, dead tulips. There were a bouquet I bought that have since died. I could photograph my dog. I could then go out and photograph the Tetons and the huge landscapes of the West, all things I like to photograph. And they can all be extensions of the notion of meaningful because not the subject matter, but my relationship to the experience of making the photograph, processing the photograph, and finishing that photograph to ultimately share that photograph. The emotional weight of trying to gain my own understanding in the world of, again, not how I think I fit in the world, but how I actually fit in the world. What is that relationship feel like? What is that relationship invoke within me? And so if you're making photographs that you can look at and you, all you ever do is think about the technique, think about the technical. And even if you're doing an image that is highly conceptual, where you've thought a lot about how to put pieces together, in the end, when we look at that photograph, does it invoke a feeling? Does it invoke emotion? And when you think about looking at other people's work and you look at what they've done, and I ask you to close your eyes right now, and I want you to think about a photograph that has really impacted you. Did it really impact you because it was shot at F-16? They used a diffusion blend mode. They did a dodge and burn on it. Or did it impact you because it made you feel something? I remember the first time, you know, looking at photographs where I could feel cold or I could feel warmth or I could feel the angst of watching a mother and a child ripped apart in a war zone through photojournalism and the power that made me feel. That that made that a more meaningful photograph. Because it, it touched my heart. It touched my soul. I wasn't thinking. I was being. And so if we really break down, you know, what I've been talking about now for about eight, 10 minutes, that yes, I think it's important that we continually are creating work. That's one of the marks of, of more meaningful work, that it's fun, that it's engaging. But engagement, again, is on the emotion side. So if you're looking at your work and you can say, wow, I'm really creating work that I'm emotionally connected to, we're taking steps forward. And it doesn't mean that your technique is getting better. It doesn't mean that your camera behavior is getting any better. It doesn't mean your compositions are getting better, but you're creating more meaningful work. All the other pieces, the technique, the composition, the frame, all that comes with time. Because part of the exploration when we work on meaningful experience of what do I have to say that is uniquely me that sometimes that takes a while to evolve. So there's a lot of experimentation in this process of, I've got to try this. I've got to try that. Does that feel more like me? Or does this feel more like me? When we start to say things like, I think that photograph's better, we've removed ourselves again from what is meaningful. Because meaningful, we could slide in, again, the uniqueness of you into there. What is uniquely you in the photographs you create? What is the experience you put into there? And this is why I absolutely, my core, believe that when we look at two photographs taken extensively side by side, 
And we look at one of them, we're like, wow, that photograph just, that one hits you a lot harder. Again, it's not because it was F11 or F16. It's because the connection that person had who made the more meaningful photograph, they were searching for an answer. They were searching for an, an understanding about themselves and their place in the universe or themselves and their place within themselves. Sometimes we learn a lot by introspection. But when we start to remove that exterior, what happens to everybody else, we bring that back in and we start to look at like, wow, am I learning more about myself today than I did yesterday through my photography? Sure. Am I creating images that are giving me insights about my relationship to nature, family, politics, society, social injustice, whatever you're working on? Do you know more about yourself through that work today than you did yesterday? Then steps are being taken forward. Now, if you're out taking photographs and you come back and they're pretty photographs and we look at them and we're like, wow, those are pretty photographs. You're like, yeah, they are pretty nice. I'm like, oh, so you've got like 40 of them here that look pretty nice. What, what was the insight you got out of those? Well, if you show up at four o'clock in the morning, you catch sunrise. And if you get lucky, you get pretty colors. Those aren't meaningful photographs. Those are photographs that are relaying a time of day. They become documentary in that respect. And there's nothing wrong with documentary. But is it the same thing as having meaning? The most powerful documentary photographs are also meaningful photographs because they, again, drop us out of thinking, drop us out of technical, drop us out of ego, and they hit us in the heart. And so that, to me, ultimately is the, the guide by which we decide what is forward progress. If I was going to put one probably sentence on it, am I a better person today? and know myself better today than I did yesterday through the work I'm creating, then I'm creating more meaningful work. And that to me is one of the greatest ways to judge our forward progress. Thanks so much, Dennis. What a wonderful question. Again, sorry it took me like a month to reply, but it really actually had me thinking a lot. So I really do appreciate the, the deep question and the chance to really think about that at a level I hadn't thought about in a long time or if ever. So I appreciate that. Don't forget to check out the Photoshop Creative Virtual Summit. Again, the link to register up on my Instagram handle in my bio or on the show notes for the podcast this week. Opportunity to get some great, great experience with that. The first day is all about inspirational topics and concepts. And again, I'll be speaking on voice, vision, signature, and style, a little bit more nuts and bolts there. So if you've never thought about the meaningful image, heard me talk about it at a conference or done one of my workshops, there's an opportunity there to get a quick little 45-minute almost cliff note version of what normally takes me nine months to teach, but we'll go ahead and hit that. But that's available on that week. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Really do appreciate it. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you in episode 421.